Okay, we're good. Oh, our girl's back. Jamie is back. Hi. Um, I got a confession to make. What's up? You know that life-size cutout of you? You got rid of it? No. You gave it to your dad? No. You... <laughs> well, why was that number two? Why was that number two? <laughs> I don't know. Sarah's um, in Austin doing comedy and you've been sleeping next to it. There is a hole in the mouth. Kepas, what happened? I could give you. Let's let's Jamie take a guess. <laughs> is this because G four is fucking fucked with it? Yes. Oh my god, that's mean. Ew. But we put we put somebody else's. We put another host's face on it. Um, and we just needed. It was my you idea. Needed a body. I needed, needed a hot I really, dog. I wanted this joke to land, and we essentially have your body. And then his face on it with a hole right through the mouth. But okay. um, I wow. haven't been sexually abusing it or anything like that. I will throw a, a photo of it up for you guys to see here. <laughs> Gabby, Gabby can put it in. But uh, wow. just, I just felt guilty about it. And I wanted to, I just wanted to come clean. I like, thank you. I yeah. can tell it was weighing on you. Yeah. I forgive you. Yeah. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. I feel like uh, we should take the autism test that we've been promising people for weeks. Right off the um, bat, yeah. Right. I, I just I because I've listen. I've been wanting to fucking know real bad, and I and I so there's a bunch of different ones that you could take. And when I read the first like three questions of this one, I was like, oh, I think this is the one because you you know what one of the first three questions was it was like, do you find yourself needing to peel things? And I was like, oh, that's Jamie Lee. Wait, <laughs> right which which oh. test was that? Which test? Let's let's uh, let's get on it, and then are, do you want to talk through the questions, and then how do wait, you want to do so it? So we wait. Was I not supposed to take the? There was an AQ ten. That was the one that we all did together, and then right. No, I think we did a cat Q. You took the cat Q on your own. Yes. <laughs> and then there's two other ones. There's autism spectrum quotient, and then there's the RADS R, which identifies adults who often escape diagnosis due to subclinical level presentation, which is a series of words. I have no idea what they Boring. mean. Well, th this okay, one, well, the Aspie quiz. Okay. The Aspie quiz is the one I wanted to take, but now that I'm looking at it, it says 121 questions, but. No, That's for I can't, Asperger's? I can't, I can't do yeah, that. No, no, no. But I just wanted to read, where's the one about. I mean, this is us though. Like we got, we should, we should, maybe we should do like 10 at a time, every fucking thing. But it's like, it was like, do you find yourself peeling paint or like flakes yes. off of things? Yeah, I know. <laughs> That's Jamie, all that. I do. Hold on. Let me see. Did you ever used oh, yeah. to do this, Jamie? I, I used to, in elementary school, I'd take Elmer's glue and I just, um, Put, put it on your hand on my hand and wait for it to dry and then peel it off. Yeah. I, I wouldn't never. And Bobby Lee I, used to do that too. Really? See, I yeah. don't think I ever did it like as intentional as that, but I would love when it would like get messy all over my hands on a project because I, then I would have the opportunity to peel it off. Do you if, wring your hands or rub your hands together or twirl your fingers? I do this that's, all the time. Yeah, that's exact. I'm telling you, this is. Okay, so, so she's Asperger's? two for two. She's two for two. She's straight okay. to Aspie. Keep asking me. Do you feel that you are a very special or unusual person? Yes. This one is so stupid. Do you have the urge to jump over things? <laughs> yes. 
know. Like like a sidewalk crack? Would you jump over? Because you'd break your mother's back type thing? Is that the type of well, stuff you like? You know, yeah, I got I honestly I because I physically can't, but I think sometimes I look at them and wish I could. Do you right. enjoy spinning in circles? <laughs> no. no. Here's my first no. Have others told you that you have an odd posture or gait, G-A-I-T? Yes. I don't know yeah, it's word. like the the way yes. you walk. But you do because you have uh <laughs> MS, right? Yeah. But or did you have a weird gait before MS? I don't I didn't have a weird gait before. Yeah. Have your thoughts ever been so vivid that you were worried other people would hear them? Yes. Jamie. What's an example of that? Like, what, what's that question mean? Like, have your thoughts have ever been so vivid you're saying them out loud that people would hear? Like, what does that question mean? I'm so In confused. your head. The thoughts right, in like your head that other people would hear them? I've actually seen people on uh, certain shows or something about... Uh, disorders where they start apologizing and the people are like, for what? And they're like, oh, I, I just said something really bad. Or like th- they, they thought something really bad. Yeah. Their thoughts are so intense that they start apologizing for their thoughts because they feel like people are going to know their intentions. Yep. Yep. That's something you've experienced. Uh, no. Oh yeah. Jamie, you're, I'll feel, four, you're I'll four feel, for five here. Well, more like I'll feel guilty. I'm like guilty that I even thought that. Oh my god. Do you feel as if you were being prosecuted in some way? <laughs> sure. Do you have oh oh here this is my number one. Do you have problems filling out forms? Oh no. I'm absolutely I am the, the worst. <laughs> Can I just tell you this? I uh I I I've put form I do all that stuff at the very last minute and oftentimes I uh, procrastinate to a point where it costs me money. Like I just had to pay property taxes um, and I still haven't because I was past the due date. They charged me an extra three grand because I didn't. Oh, hit. my God. Yeah, because I didn't hit the this is goddamn highway robbery. But also I blame myself three because I'm grand. like, I've had three months to pay this and I just it's just been sitting on a pile. Mm. And uh, yeah, that's goddamn awful shame. But do, um, do you ever mistake noises for voices? No. Only once in my life, and that was when I was a kid. I was scared of E.T. and the, you know, the scene of uh, E.T. drinking a beer and then burping in the movie. I heard mm-hmm. a burp, and I thought I ran into my parents' room. I said, "E.T.'s drinking our beer. Please help me." Wow, cute. <laughs> I was I was scared out of my mind, Jamie. Your mom was like, "Go back yeah. to bed." <laughs> Do you instinctively become frightened by the sound of a motorbike? So random. No, but Jack does. All right, let's see. Let's let's see if we could go to one that's not 112 questions so we can take one of these bad boys right now. Well, the let's SB take the cat cue live. Yeah. It measures the degree to which you use camouflaging strategies. The more you camouflage, the more of your autistic proclivities you are likely able to suppress. As such, a high camouflaging score can also account for lower scores on other autism tests. So if you don't currently meet the diagnostic criteria, but you still think you have autistic traits, then this could be why. Okay. See, this is not going to be me again, because I don't camouflage. When I'm interacting with someone, I deliberately copy their body language or facial expressions. Strongly disagree. Yeah, I don't deliberately disagree. 
Okay. I monitor true. my body language or facial expressions so that I appear relaxed. Agree. Uh, yeah. Somewhat agree. <laughs> Just because I know how much I used to not do that when I was like crazy. I would be like, who fuck I cares? And now I'm like, okay, let me chill out a little. I, I somewhat disagree here. I rarely feel the need to put on an act in order to get through a social situation. That is the most disagreeing. Yeah. I, I rarely I, feel the need. I, I, I do. disagree. I, yeah. My yeah. whole, every social interaction is an act uh, yeah. when I'm with strangers. When I'm with my, my whole friends, life is an act. Yeah. When I'm with my friends, zero act. But when I'm with strangers, it's all yeah. just like, I, otherwise I would just be standing there being like, Hey, I don't want to be here. Like, you know, Okay. I have developed a script to follow in social situations. Oh, strongly no. disagree. Yeah. Like a bag of uh, the wind, baby. Some somewhat agree where like I think when I started going on these dates, you're like, all right, well, you want you want to like do this and like this yeah. is a couple yeah, I of think, I think dates are a whole other thing because you're you're there's an outcome that's different than just a regular social yes. interaction that you're trying to get. But I think if you asked most people I bet dates make up like more than 50% of their social interactions. Oh, really? I, I I would say people hang out with their friends more often than go on dates, but I guess it just depends on who you're talking. I to. just, I just watch too many dating shows. Yeah, yeah. Do, do you everyone's on a date at all times? <laughs> yeah. Uh, I will repeat phrases that I have heard others say in the exact same way that I first heard them. No. <laughs> this disagree uh, it's uh I, I don't even know no i adjust my body language or facial expressions so that i appear interested in the person i'm interacting with strongly agree yes big time uh, uh yeah i agree because i i want them to f- feel like they're being listened to right so like sometimes when you're I'm trying to be uh, nice when you're playing your video game you'll raise an eyebrow when when sarah's talking to you or something right yeah, or I might I just might glance like quick mm. do a quick glance mm. in between goals or something. Yeah. Such a good guy. I know. In social situations, I feel like I'm performing rather than being myself. Agree. Yeah, I'm with no. Jamie here. Uh that's kind of It depends on who I'm with though, though, also. Like I don't feel like I have to do that with like Rob or you. But if I'm with people that I'm less comfortable with, then probably. I'm doing that more. Yeah, I disagree. Yeah, I have a feeling these are for when you're not like at home with your family. Like this is like when you're out in public. It's too open-ended, these questions. Yeah, I don't even know if at this point, like when we're together, it's a social interaction. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like any one of us can just like disappear for 30 minutes and no one would be like, whoa, where did that person? In my own social interactions, I use behaviors that I have learned from watching other people interact. No. Hmm. I don't think so. No. I, it seems like my answer would be no, but then if I think about like, but isn't is the, that like what we grow up doing? Right, that's what I'm thinking. Like, isn't Not if like, I was just doing my own thing? Like my kids act like me. Like when I see them with other people, they respond to them the way I like. They treat people in public. They treat waiters the way I treat waiters. Like you know what I mean? Like they're cop. They copy me. Is it like you're? thinking about doing that behavior versus just like doing the natural instinctual behavior that you would do, but both can be learned from people you've watched. So I'm going, I'm going somewhat disagree here. It's interesting too, right? Cause it's like, if I never saw someone 
hold the door for someone who's like 20 feet away, would I ever do it? Like, you know, especially like an right. elevator door. I think I'd always be like door closed. But then there's sometimes where I'm like, oh, you should be a good person and like do this. Yeah. Bo always holds doors for people. I love that's that. That's nice. Well, that's a nice, that's nice that he does that. I always think about the impression I make on other people. Yes. All the time. All the Hard time. Agree. I'm still, I'm still wondering what uh, Lance Bass thinks of me. <laughs> I'll ask him. Can <laughs> I not follow it up for you? No, because that no, because then I'm gonna seem too needy. You know what I mean? Like that, I'd be worried about that. So I've just got. That's it. He knows his effect on people. He liked you, but he said it seemed like you were using mannerisms you learned from watching other people. (laughs) (laughs) I always think about the impression I make on other people. I did somewhat disagree. I, I like sometimes I do like a stranger. I don't give a fuck, man. Like. On a, you know, like I've talked about it where somebody in like a store is like, hey, can you do that? It's like, peace. I get, I get away from no, it. No, I, every single person no. that I come in contact with. But then like, if I go to like uh, Jamie's house for Christmas and like Cutter's family is there, it's like, oh, I want to be like really nice to these people. So like you make an effort, right? Yep. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Yeah. I'm not a monster. <laughs> I need the support of other people in order to socialize. No. I mean, somewhat disagree. I feel like it's nice to have if people are like your friends. Yeah, but you don't need it. I don't need it. So I put somewhat disagree. I put neither disagree or agree because it just doesn't help me either way. Like I don't, I don't care. I don't want to be doing it. I practice my facial expressions and body language to make sure they look natural. Never. I feel like as, as an actor, maybe some, not me. I'm I've done some like mirror work in my life. Yeah, yeah, you have to yeah. you have to see kind of what your you look like what your face yeah. is doing as opposed to what you're thinking. But yes. I don't I don't do that like for any other thing than like yeah. oh maybe I should look a certain way on camera. But I'm gonna put uh disagree. I don't feel the need to make eye contact with other people if I don't want to. I don't feel the need. No, I do feel the need. I agree. I don't feel the need. I don't feel the need to make eye contact with other people if I don't want to. I disagree. Uh, I, I, I don't feel like I have to make eye contact if stuff I don't want to. But so I, let's say agree. So, Jamie, when does that happen to you? Like, I feel like I have to make eye contact with everybody. Yeah. Like, when are you like, oh, I better look this person in the eye. I don't know. Like, I, if I'm standing near someone or like there's this awkward um, situation I'm in almost daily when I pick up Jack from school <laughs> because of COVID, like we're not allowed in the school. So all the parents have to stand in a parking lot, like waiting for the teachers to bring them out. So we're all like not in a line. We're all like randomly standing there. And sometimes it's like three or four of us. And like, when am I supposed to stare at the floor and my phone? So I look around and I wait for them to make eye contact. Cause I'll, I'll like <laughs> do my checklist. Like, okay, I've made eye contact with all these people. It's no longer awkward. Does that right. make sense? Uh, what do you think? Well, do you ever feel like something might happen if you don't make the eye contact? They'll think I'm rude. Okay. I have to force myself to interact with people when I am in social situations. Oh, my Sometimes, God. Sometimes, yeah. So agree. Cass? I don't feel like I have to force myself. I think I think generally what happens is like, I got, I should probably go talk to that person. So I'm not just sitting in the kitchen by myself, like waiting to refill this drink. 
then I'll go talk to someone. Then I'll be <laughs> glad I talked to this person once I get into a social situation. At first, I'm always like, Ugh, like, why did I come here? I guess I'll go. So I guess there's a, a disagree here, maybe a somewhat disagree. I'll put somewhat disagree. I have tried to improve my understanding of social skills by watching other people. Mm, I don't know either. Mm, I've, I don't know. You know, when you see, when you see somebody who's like got a real way with people. Yes. And you admire it. Yes. Yeah. You admire it and you go like, Oh, okay. Like, Oh, that's the way he saw that conversation is not like, I'll pay attention to that. But me too. But if it's any regular person, I don't, I don't, I don't. Yes, I'm with it. you. Yeah. I'll say. Uh, neither degree or disagrees. Really. Yeah. 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 Neither degree. No degrees. <laughs> <laughs> I said, uh, uh, yeah, I said neither agree or disagree too. I monitor my body language or facial expressions so that I appear interested by the person I am interacting with. What? Didn't we already get this question or a version of it? I monitor um, I, my body yeah. language. Or I try to get my head tilt in. I go, oh, mouth open, head to the side, and a nod. I'll Somewhat agree. Say. I'm with you on that. Oh, boy. It's our buddies over at Blue Chew. Um, fall is here, and we could all use a stiff breeze. That's right. Ooh. This episode is brought to you by Blue Chew. Guys, confidence can take you far in life. It can also help in the bedroom, especially when it comes time to step up to the plate. Uh, I am a Blue Chew customer. I will have you guys know that uh, the process of getting this Blue Chew was the best part. Now, you used to have to subscribe. (laughs) uh, You used to have to go to a doctor to get Viagra or Cialis. Uh, No more, okay? What happens is you go online, you sign up, you talk to a doctor, and then in a few days, you get a, a nice little discreet brown envelope with some blue tablets in there, and these boys get you going. Um, they really do work. If you guys are looking to spice up what's going on in the bedroom or just improve an already great situation, uh, I do recommend Blue Chew, and you guys could benefit from the extra confidence when it comes time to perform. So we've got a special deal for our listeners. Try Blue Chew free when you use our promo code PAJAMA at checkout. Just pay $5 for shipping. That's bluechew.com. Promo code pajama to receive your first month free. Visit bluechew.com for details and important safety information. And we thank Blue Chew for sponsoring this pod. Help us. We know we need better help. We've talked a lot about better help on this pod um, because we've all talked about um, the benefits of therapy, how important it is for you in your everyday life. Nothing has to be wrong for you to go to therapy. Mm -hmm. Um, It means you're recognizing that as a human being, we all have emotions and we all need to learn how to um, live with them and sometimes control them, not avoid them. And these aren't things that we're able, should be able to do or should be expected to be able to do alone. And that's why there are professional people that devote their lives to help people, you know, work through life. And BetterHelp is an online therapy uh, website that helps you with that. BetterHelp is a customized online therapy that offers video, phone, and even live chat sessions with a therapist. You don't have to see anyone on camera if you don't want to even. 
it's so much more affordable than in-person therapy and who doesn't even does in-person anyway nowadays. Um, and you'll be matched with a therapist in under 48 hours. So just give it a try, you guys, and see why over 2 million people have used BetterHelp online therapy. Uh, and Pajama Pants listeners get 10% off their first month at betterhelp.com slash pajama. That's B-E-T-T-E-R-H-E-L-P dot com slash pajama. Don't wait until it's unbearable, guys. Okay, I got 91. I got a 90. <laughs> I got 100. Ooh. Uh, I wonder if if females are more likely to uh, camouflage, like because of the society we live in, like do you think? Maybe we're just more sensitive. I mean, we can be more sensitive. I don't know. I, d- I, I don't know the answer to that. I think... I think men are more honest with each other than women are. Like than women are with other women. I think that that's, I I'm finding myself that that's like changing as of late, but I feel like naturally men, you know, like men can like rib on each other. Like they're your ways of like interacting with each other is, is, is different than women. But I think it feels to me like there's been a slight shift in that, that I think that, um, that women are are being more honest with themselves and then in turn with each other. Oh wow! Let's look at this. The Cat Q scores: uh, women one hundred and twenty-four, men one hundred and ten. That's for people that are autistic, right? And then the the chart below are neurotypical, so like non-autistic folks. Oh, so, so then the women are so the women are higher in one and lower in the other. Yeah. Uh, this is interesting. <laughs> I got I got to be honest with you. I don't know how to read the results here. Um, I, if it, it sounds like we are neurotypical, according to this. And, you know, although sometimes we have some tendencies that feel like we identify with what it must be like to be autistic, I don't think yeah. we, we totally register. Yeah, that's, that's good. Big, big yeah. day for us, guys. Huge. This was good. I'm glad so, we I'm not officially autistic. Cats, there's something else I wanted to bring up. So I, I want you to answer this and then I'll answer it. But okay. uh, so on our Reddit, somebody says, why do Rob and Cass call each other babe? Uh, well, it's new f- like babe. Yeah, new fan here. I noticed Rob likes to call Cass some babe a lot. Nothing wrong with it. I'm just curious <laughs> if he's saying babe or something else. And then here, I'll read the comments and then you could say why uh, we call each other babe. And then I'll say my version because I think they're I think they might be different. Because it's their version of dude or bro. He's just saying, hey, babe, uh, I find it endearing. This is somebody else. Uh, I find it endearing coming from California. It's like like hearing dude all day and babe, it's nice change of pace. Uh, this next one is interesting. It says, because those two suck each other's cock. So thanks. <laughs> uh, the next one says, I actually started doing this with my friends. I never realized I got it from Cass and Rob until now. Just a little ironic. I love that. That's, I love that. I love hearing people say they say hell yeah all the time now. Yeah. Uh, so and then the last one is I have convinced myself it is a semi-ironic tip of the hat to Dennis Miller. All right, go ahead, babe. How do you uh I guess it is a little Dennis Millery. I don't know where it started. I feel like I might have heard you do it and then I did it. Were we doing like a voice or something? Were, were we doing like a I feel Rob did it of- first. So I actually feel like it was uh when me, you and Joey first started hanging out. 
Uh-huh. And we were doing some guy's voice who was like this like fake Hollywood guy. And we were kind of always making, right. Yeah. yeah. And we were yeah. always making fun of him. And it became like this ironic, like, come on, babe. Like, you know, I'm here for you, babe. What's going on? And then Joey and Kasim yeah. did it all the time and I didn't do it. And then when I moved to LA and Kasim was picking me up every time I got in the car, I'd be like, how you doing, babe? And then yeah. we just, it just kept going, babe, babe. And now it's, now it's all the time. That sounds right. Yeah, that's I, I feel like it was. Yeah, like it felt like an impression of somebody that that kind of just happens where we're doing something ironically and then it just becomes a part of our language. Like, I'll tell you right now, Sarah and her friend Kim, they they do a podcast together uh, called This Bitch. Uh, check it out on on whatever. But they do this thing where they go, honey, you know, at the end, they'll be like uh, they'll say something and then they'll just say instead of honey. I'll be like, honey. And then I started doing it. And now we now it's like a problem to where we are saying it, but we don't want to be saying it. And we're trying to actively cut down on it because it's just so ingrained. It's like when we used to do our Australian accent. Remember when we went through that like four weeks of just <laughs> yeah. pure Aussie? It's it's exactly that. It, and it started as a joke. But you start doing it enough. It just becomes who you are. And people start looking at you weird and you go like, no, it's a joke. But is it really at this point? You know, yeah, you like become the person you are making fun of. Yeah, yeah. Like that's yeah. how I feel like people hear us being like we're out in L.A. You're driving around the Porsche. I'm like, how you doing, babe? Like and that yeah. was exactly who we were making fun of. Yeah. Seven years exactly. ago. But now we're doing it. It's it's essentially you either die a hero or you live long enough to become the villain. That's exactly what that is. Wow. I just hit you. Mm. I hate you hard, baby. How's uh, running G4 out of your home? Oh, it's insane. I, I was telling uh, Jamie before we got on the pod today, the, the I know we don't like to talk too much about the COVID, but it's the Omicron has been something that has been wiping it's taking people through. out. Yeah, it's, it's taking people out. It's like it's spreading faster than I remember us experiencing at all in the last two years. Yeah. It's, it seems yeah. to be the, the cases do seem milder. Um, but like, you know, do you remember the first person that you heard got COVID and it was like a friend of a friend of a yeah, friend, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, like, and then it so slowly started creeping in and getting closer to your bubble. And then all of a sudden, like, yeah, my brother works with a guy who got COVID. And it's like, mm-hmm. oh my God. Now, Omicron, it's like, I know 10 people that have it actively right now. It's it's just spreading. You know, so it's fast. like the whole thing around COVID now, especially that like really bothers me is the, the like shame that comes along with it or the fact that people are still feeling like, I've had like I have friends that are like, don't tell anyone like in New York. They're like, don't don't tell anyone that I have it because um, for for whatever reasons. And like I'll say out loud, like my dad has it. And like he he was like, you know, just don't tell people. But like no one did anything wrong. Like they're good people being like they're following the rules. They're doing everything right. All of them are vaccinated like all of the things that you can run your list of like people that are, you know, putting everyone else's lives at risk. Like, I just think we have to like really release the fact that like, this is something that's probably not going to go away. And I think that the variants are hopefully going to continue to get weaker where it's just a thing that just people are going to get. 
yeah. and hopefully be able to just manage a lot better. But I really would love for people to not feel bad or be made to feel bad for having it. Like my girlfriend in LA has it and she was like, I don't want to tell anyone because I feel like I have like an STD. Like I'm embarrassed to say that I have COVID. And she's yeah. boosted and wears mm-hmm. a mask everywhere, all the fucking things. That's the thing with this is that I I know people that are vaxxed and boosted that are still getting this. So that's yeah. why my, but that sort of stigma that you're talking about, definitely I had when we were on like the, the, the A version of this um, thing when, when it, before it reached Omicron and whatever, if somebody got it before, I was like, mm. That you person were careless. Did something. Yeah, right. that person went out. That person, uh, you know, went to a party or they didn't wash their and the other just have poor habits. And it was very much like having an STD. And now people that are doing all the things, like you said, doing the precautions, wearing the mask, doing all this, they're getting it. And so my my sort of uh, idea of what a person who gets COVID is, is like just being washed away into just like it can happen to anyone anywhere. Uh, and so I feel like it kind of has to happen like this for us to fight finally. Like, yeah, we're doing everything remote. Everything's shutting down again, which is the the worst part of this is like things are shutting down. We are supposed to go to CES to cover the, the consumer electronics show that's out the window. All these companies are pulling out. Yep. It's done. We're, we're doing all our shows at G4 remotely this week. Um, and this is like, I mean, we were, I thought we already got past this. Like we were doing this from home for months and then we like got into the studio and it was like, oh, like finally we're, we're on our way towards something. Like everything seems to be getting better. And now it, it just seems like it's reverting. Is it wiping out sports right now? I know NFL was changing games. Like there were games that were supposed to be on Sunday that they had to move to Tuesday and this, but I don't know. I know hockey canceled some games. Yeah. Uh baseball's over. I don't I don't know. It's a bummer that it's happening um during Christmas. So we just you guys are watching this. We just had a Christmas and it's it's one of those things where like I have to test before I go see my parents because they're vaxxed um and they're boosted, but I don't trust that that's going to hold up and and so now we're doing the same thing we did last year where we have to make sure we're testing like a day or two before we go see my parents for Christmas mm-hmm. and um, now you got New Year's. We're probably just going to have like a weird New Year's where no one does anything. And um, so that's it. It's kind of a <laughs> bummer. But the fact that it the cases are milder um, is at least one silver lining in this. You know, I know people that have gone yeah. gotten through it pretty quick. So uh, I don't know a single person who's not like, oh, my blah has COVID. Like my whatever, like one, you know, like it's like you said, it's not like, oh, my friend's brother. Like it's all like. Yeah, it's, it's Boom, like, like my right whatever. Yeah. Yes, yes. Yeah, I watch people uh, test positive, like in front of my eyes. Like we all had to get rapid tested. The and whole then get their company. Oh. And then like we have these 30 minute rapid tests. And it's like a thing that sits in a little base station and it lights up positive or negative. And uh, a little person will come over and uh, talk to the person that took the test. And they're like, hey, man, you're going to get positive. And that person has to like get in their car, like can't really talk to anyone. They have to just get in their car and drive away. Like Almost kind of like they were Were fired. they asymptomatic when they found out they were positive? Some, pe- some people were. Yeah. Whoa. Some, pe- some people have co- I know have COVID right now, feel 100% fine. 
Um, a, a couple of people I know are have like a really bad flu. Um, so it's kind of all over the place and it's anecdotal. I think if you have the vaccine and have a booster, what I've seen is the effects of, of yeah. Omicron are lessened, but it doesn't mean you won't get it. So I, I, I still do, you know, recommend if you guys haven't yet get a booster, I'm still waiting on to get my booster. I, I think I'm going to do it next week, but, uh, I don't know. You're right. It's going to happen. It's just one. I made the piece with it that we're going to get it every year and you're going to have to either get a shot or not for it. And, uh, you know, it's just a part of our lives. So yeah. I don't know. I don't know if we have anything else to talk about when it comes to that. Sorry to bum anyone out. And if you are sick, we hope you get well soon. Yes. I have, uh, I had to go get a test the other day for something. And like, I'm walking around looking for the spot and like, you know, these places were like $129 to get a test. And by the time I got there, they had like pieces of tape over 129 and it was like 499. Like everybody's just like, hiking up their prices, all this stuff. There's like lines Are, everywhere. Isn't it supposed to be free to test? Well, that's the thing. They have free tests, but you have to just show up and stand in line for those. Where the ones where you pay like 499, it's like, hey, if you come at 6 p.m., we'll take you wow. right in. Wow. Yeah. So, uh, and also some people like don't want to wait a certain amount of time for the thing and they have like 15 minute tests. Right. Or, I don't know. I didn't learn all this stuff, but- uh, I wait. I stood in line at one of these places, and you get to the front, and these people don't speak a word of English. <laughs> like, like it was. They were like Rus, Rus, Nis, Rus, Like, and like you feel like you're in like the Soviet Union or some shit. And like they're like they're like pull your man. Like I pulled my mask down. The person like shoved something up my nose and this, and I was like, okay, is that it? And like they they pretend like you're not even. You're human because yeah, because to them you are like you're like the thousandth, ten thousandth person they've fucking shoved the like up their nose this game. week. You're number yeah. 456. Yeah, and he's like, get to it. Like, and you try and ask them, like, okay, so what, like, when do I, this, he's like, get email, email. Like, and you're just like, <laughs> uh. It was, it's crazy. It just feels like a crazy thing. Oh, man. Fuck. Um, yeah, I, I've been on the hunt for, te- I, I spent all day, because when we started, uh, I think Friday, um, we were, we had scratchy throats. So I was like, oh, we got to go get a test. I went to four CVSs and a Rite Aid. Everyone sold out. No one had it. And then I went the next day, tried to go early in the morning. Everyone sold out. The only tests I've been able to take have been the ones from work. So hopefully, uh, hopefully they get more in and, or hopefully enough people get sick to where they don't need to test anymore. So great. (laughs) <laughs> All right, yeah. So we'll get off of uh, COVID. Yamie, yes, yes. When I saw an article on my phone the other day about people who get invited to kids' parties, mm-hmm. and this woman was like, "I have five kids. When one of them gets invited to a party, we all show up." Right. What do you What are you supposed to do? As I a mo- think like- it's annoying. I think it's annoying that siblings have to come because, like, for instance, I'm planning Jack's birthday right now. And it's at his little ninja gym, whatever. And for the price of the party, whatever, for 20 people, kids, it's great. And if I list Jack's friends and like our family friends, it's about 19 kids. It's perfect. But when all their siblings are coming along, then it's like now 28, 29. And it's $300 more to have the extra kids because they need to bring in another counselor or whatever. Right. And 
it's fucking annoying. And I put on the invitation, let us know if siblings are coming for headcount, trying to like passive aggressively being like not because some invitations will say siblings welcome. But look, if it's a at an open park, sure, siblings are welcome. But in a limited space, I just think it's annoying. I never, ever bring Jack to one of Bo's birthday parties or vice versa. We divide and conquer. And I know some people may not have that option, but I just, if you do have the option, I don't think it's cool to bring your other kids. I think when you have five kids, like this woman did, it's a whole different ball game. Like if you have two kids, it's like, oh, I guess what, but like, if you are having 20 kids at Jack's party and everybody brought five siblings, it's a hundred person party. Yeah. Like, how can yeah. you just be like, yeah. And, and the woman was like, oh, it's okay. Don't worry. We bring good gifts. Ha ha ha. It's like, nope. no, that's not how, that's not, that's not like, how you, it works. you can't do that with any, like if I'm going to a wedding and I'm like, oh, I have a twin brother. Like I, I got to bring <laughs> him. Like, you know what I mean? It just, do we have emails? All right. Here's uh here's an email. This is a guy, I think is his first time writing in. Um, his name's Philip Lerner and the subject is bagels with locks and cream cheese. Yum. Well, hello. Uh, first of all, Cass, what did Jamie say to the, to open the pod last week, 1214 that caused you and Rob to laugh so uproariously. Do you remember that? What did I say? Do you yeah, remember we to- bleeped it out? No. We, be- uh-huh. we, we were doing a commercial and you said something and we all was hysterically laughing two weeks ago. And then we were like, bleep this, Gabby, but put it in. She she did. What'd she say? Oh, I, I forget. I, I remember gonna, laughing. Gabby, Gabby's going to have to bleep this now. You you were just like, I use <laughs> numerously. <laughs> like oh, whatever, oh, yeah. whatever you said was just I like, need to. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then you know what you That's said? What- <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, we were talking about Jamie said something funny during uh, one of the ad rates that we had. Uh, yeah. Phil, um, it had to be something. We get way, a little saucy in our ad reads sometimes. We have we got to. to. We got to. We got to enjoy it. Um, uh, let's see. It was had to be something way over the top to elicit such laughter from Rob, especially since you guys are so open about anything and everything and don't hold back. Hey, I have an idea. How about making it a contest for the fans to guess what Jamie said? I'm going to go on a limb and guess it was something sexual. Does it begin with a D? Uh, You know what? I don't care. It doesn't matter. It was fun as hell just to watch the laughter, even without knowing what she said. Really? LOL. Jamie, I thought it was amazing that you had a dream about Jim advising you before an audition. Be the locks instead of the bagel and cream cheese. Yep. Let's face it. If you were back in New York City, and there were two Sunday brunches going on next door to each other. One with just bagels and cream cheese and the other with locks. The brunch with the locks would attract way more people. And I will say, Jamie, as, a, as someone who has watched the entire Soprano series more than once, in my book, you were always the locks and never the cream cheese. Thank I used to you. say to myself, wow, she's so young, yet she brings such depth to the character. You were so believable as Meadow. You were Meadow. Rob, you most certainly were locks as well. I'm just addressing Jamie because she's the one who had the dream. Love and best wishes, Phil from Long Island. Very sweet. Yeah, and it makes sense that it was a Phil email because I I didn't realize that was from Phil the entire I, time. I stopped paying attention like halfway through. Phil, stay strong in Long Island. 
Guys, we understand you're listening to this and you're like, this is the worst pod these guys have ever done together. Um, well, listen, Cass, we're going to have some of- stinkers. We're going to have some stinkers out there. And we just want you guys to know that we we're uh, tired. We it's the holidays. I have nine people staying with me right now. You guys, they all drove in from across the country and I'm it's tired. It's Christmas. I'm making Christmas for my kids. I'm like, you know, I'm Casim Casim makes fun of the fucking Sharpie in the notebook. This is what happens when the jokes go too far. Robbie doesn't bring the fucking Sharpie in the notebook and the, the world's crumbling. Well, yeah, it's let's just blame it on me. I take full responsibility. <laughs> Today's pod was on me, guys. Um, I I really hope we can bounce back. You know, you can't have highs <laughs> without the lows. Um let me see if there's another email here. We've got a big 2022 coming. Guys. Yeah, we're just resting <laughs> for 2022. Yeah, yeah, we're you know we're we're so this train's slowing down a little for the for the end of the year. <laughs> Things, yeah, we've all been you know traveling. Kasim's running a full network out of his uh, video game room. Uh, Jamie's got nine people it's waiting an on her for food. Uh, listen, man. Whatever you got to tell yourself to get by. Yeah, that's that's really it for the emails. Um, there's a couple that are just like, hey, good show. So, Josh, thank you for the email saying, hey, well, just want to say he loves the podcast. He just found it. We won't um, be hearing any more of those. <laughs> no. And you know what? It's fine. Let us have it. You can email us at askpajamapants at gmail.com. Oh, I know. Um, I, we thought we said we would take uh, questions from our subreddit, which I have here. Oh, this is great. What a They're saving the day here. Um, yeah, please go to r slash pajama pants, um, on pajama pants podcast on Reddit. How are you doing, Yamie? How are the, how are the kids? Everybody's surviving. They're fine. Everyone's over the flu. Yeah. Bo and Jack had influenza a, um, good old influenza a, and then I think I headache, uh, high fever, Mm -hmm. runny nose and sore Mm -hmm. throat. So obviously we were like freaking out. It was COVID, but they did the test. There's like a new nasal swab that tests for all variants of COVID and all strains of the flu in one test. Um, And they both tested positive a week apart for influenza A. And then the past couple of days, I had called Rob because I was having body aches and temperature and I was getting concerned, but I've taken tests many, many times and I'm negative for COVID. So I think I kind of had like a very, you know, diluted form of influenza A that I just got from my kids. I feel like your immune system is just like the strongest out of anyone we know. You like never get sick, right? Yeah. Yeah. You're I a don't. Cookie. Like I actually could today Cutter was like, what, what, what's wrong? And I was like, Yo, I've been I've been sick. I think like people forget like the past like because I was I had really bad body aches for like three days and I was like popping Advil and like powering through it. But I was like, just because I don't remind you all the time that I'm sick, like I think he forgets that I'm not feeling well. I I fucking got pissed today about that. You guys heard her here first. They're breaking up. She's gonna be on the market <laughs> soon. It's very possible. There are guns. There are none. Hey, this is uh, the most upvoted comment on the Pajama Pants AMA, which we promised we would uh, take these questions from you guys and do them on a pod. And it's we've waited eight weeks now. So I'm going to go ahead and 
read them to you and we can all answer them together. This one's from Evening Head 4310. This person asks, is Cutter ever going to be on the pod? <laughs> and the comment right underneath that says, Cutter's not real. Speaking of Cutter. He's real. Well, he has been on the pod, just not he's, like a full he's been guest. On the pod. He's been on the pod. <clears throat> oh, but they mean a guest? I agree. I don't have the setup for two here. Mm-hmm. Um, so not in the near future, but he's willing. He's down. He said he would do it. Maybe we could have him join in via Zoom from like his office. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that might be fun. Because he was like, I think at first he tried to play like he didn't want to be on the pod. And then we were doing the pod for like six months. He's like, you guys still haven't had me on the pod? Yeah, yeah. Like, he said he didn't want to be on the pod. What are you talking about? Maybe we do it next week while you have people uh, people there. So maybe okay. he, uh, there's somebody there to watch, watch the, the kids. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You don't want the inmates running the asylum while you guys are both doing uh, a, a stinker no. of a pod. This one's called, from Nuka-Cola Dustin. It's two questions. First question is, if you could spend an entire year with someone who had passed away, but you would lose all memory of them after, would you? Oof. No. This is a weird question to me. If you could spend an entire year with someone who had passed away, but you would lose all memory of them after, would you? So you're spending a year with someone who's dead? Yes, they come back to life for the year, but then... You forget okay. everything, you all the previous memory you have of them and the year. You forget all of it. Oh, really? That's what oh. I think. So then like they never existed? So you yeah, wouldn't I mean, even miss them? Well, what's that's basically more how I live my life about mem- my friends, you know? <laughs> Is the memory the most important part or the time that you're spending with the person the most important part? Is that what this question is ultimately asking yes. us? Yes. I think the memory... I'd say keep them dead. I'd mm-hmm. say just keep that person dead. Let me just hang on mm-hmm. to their memories. I don't want to have to suffer any tr- more trauma. Agree. Well, I yeah. feel like unless it's like a romantic partner or a kid, like nobody needs a year with somebody, right? Like, uh, right. Like, like my, I would pick my grandpa, but like, I'm not like, man, this 11th month was strong. Like, you know what I mean? It's kind of yeah. like you, you see them again and you enjoy and then this, but like, I don't know if the year is that important, but if it's a romantic partner, then like obviously every minute counts, I guess. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 I feel like Elvis would get old after eight weeks, you know, but uh, if I could bring back princess die, you know, maybe we could have like a real Royal like fling. So, but then if you had Elvis, you could get him like a reality show and you, you know, like that would be fucking. Then you'd be work. Then you'd just be working for a year. Do you think if Elvis was alive, like in this time of day, he would have gone down to have like the rabbit hole of having like a reality show at one point? No way. Yeah, I feel like he would be like Jake the Snake. Yeah, you do. Yeah, I feel like it would be like bad because I just feel like he would be so like from eating like peanut butter and bacon sandwiches, he would just be like so out to lunch. Yeah, mentally that uh, just what if they came to him with like. Hey, I have a million dollars. You could stay in your home. Just let us video you. I think you'd be like, all right. Yeah. I think about that a lot sometimes. I think about how like celebrities from back in the day would have been in this version of Hollywood. That'd be a good show. I think they would be pretty disgusted. That'd be a funny sketch show. Oh, just a a dead celebrities in today's time sketch show? Yeah. I feel like, you know, Marlon Brando, Elvis, these guys, we started to see their decline while they were alive. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> so if if they were already alive, they just would have been, it would just would have got way worse, you know? Yeah. 
think no, but I mean like bring them back like in their yeah. prime, but in today. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. See, I, I picture like uh, Elvis and Marlon Brando like flipping houses, you know, and then like the, the <laughs> pipe bursts and then they're it's like watching they these show designs on TLC. and then the other builds. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the second question on here is, would you rather be able to read people's thoughts when you first meet them for five minutes or be able to see yourself through their eyes for five minutes? Read their thoughts. Thoughts. Yeah, that's a much more powerful, much more powerful tool. I would, yeah, I don't need I to would know what people with the Internet. Now you could hear what people think about you. It's <laughs> pretty it's pretty easy. Let's see here. Will be baby says any tension between Rob and Gabs after last season's Knicks Hawks series. No, our bond is way too strong to let sports uh, get in the way, man. Uh, uh, do you guys talk sports with each other? Is it like, I had no idea this. No, this I'm not even like behind a, my back. I'm not even like a Knicks guy. Really? I'm a New York like sports guy, but I don't give a shit about the Knicks. Um, the next one. And I, I got to agree here. This is from four deep. Bring back Gabs. What do you guys say? We have Gabs uh, zoom in on one of these. Yep. Or Gabs, no. you can cut. You can come down to uh, my house. I got a. I I borrowed a nice mic, so we have a, we have another nice mic here. So Gabby, come on down. The only thing, Gabby, is that there's only one chair. I'm gonna sit right here on Daddy's lap. Hmm. Okay. That's calling HR. That's that's the corporate cast. RJ Dresden says, did you watch what happened? Brittany Murphy. I recently watched it and listened to Will Janowitz pod shortly after. I cannot help but notice similarities between Brittany's husband, Simon, and Yami's ex douchebag D always hanging around the set, older investments, career direction, etc. Yami even defended him at one point. I could be way off base, but it was eerie looking <laughs> the story. I'm sorry. I didn't read this ahead of time. So if we can cut this out. Okay. Uh, I don't know what, I don't even know who she's referring to. So, I mean, they definitely had different energy. I mean, I can understand, I guess why I didn't, I haven't watched the documentary, but I did. I don't know if we've talked about it on the spot or not, but, uh, yeah, that guy was a creep. You think think he killed her? I don't know. I don't think he killed her, but I died of like a flu. What what ended up happening is they found out that there was black mold in the house. And then with the combination of like prescription painkillers that they were on and like they were doing a lot of funky drugs. And uh, they found out because he died also of the same thing. And it turned out that there was a ton of black mold in the house. So who knows what kind of like there was like a sort of respiratory issue that they were having. But they were out of control. Like, Drug addicts. Yeah, they were they were hopped up on a bunch of stuff, but he was I think the way they presented him was like as a a, a grifter con man who took advantage of her estate and her finances and did whatever he could to make her rely on him. Like, you know, she started accepting these roles, but all she got rid of her manager and everything had to go through him and he was negotiating all the deals. He almost had her like. I don't know what that syndrome is called, but she couldn't do anything without Stockholm. Kind no. of Stockholm. Yeah, I mean, it's kind of like she was a prisoner, but like you know, it, it was it was essentially um, she wasn't allowed to kind of think for herself mm-hmm. uh, without him. Kind of, and then all the stuff that happened with him and like her mother after Brittany passed away, and they had this insane. 
Larry King interview. If you guys uh, don't watch anything, don't watch a doc, at least watch the interview that the uh, husband and Brittany's mom did with Larry King. It, it's fucking insane. And the shit that they say in there, he's talking about seeing her body and like, he's making weird comments about like how curvy and like it was curvy in all the right places. I mean, it's just like really weird stuff. Insane. And it feel, it felt kind of icky watching it. And it's not the greatest series as far as production, because they have like a lot of like t- the talking heads in it are like YouTube beauty gurus so and they're like putting on makeup as they're talking about like Britney, <laughs> Britney Murphy's death. Did they know death. her? I I don't know. They just seem like experts. It's always the beauty gurus that seem like they're experts in like Britney Spears and Britney Murphy. Any any Britney's. Right. Right. Yep. Um. So I don't know if I can recommend it, but it it did have enough information to where I was like, this is a lot more complicated than I thought. I it made me feel like he didn't kill her, but he got her to a pretty dark place you know, to that led to her, uh, fragility. You know, Uh, I, uh, when I was doing drugs, there was like a long period of time where there was a bunch of black mold in my apartment and I never cleaned my apartment because I just, whatever, like I, and I found it one day when I like got sober, it was like behind. So it was behind the toilet, but over in the corner where you couldn't see because like the shower was there, whatever. And like, it was fucking nasty, and I called my doctor right away because it looked crazy. Like you're, you're like, oh, this looks like a science experiment or whatever. Mm-hmm. So I called him up, and I'm like, how should I wash it? How should I this? And I'm like, is there any? Because you Google it and you see all these things, and I asked him, I'm like, is there anything? Like, what is this going to do to me? And he was like, nothing. You're going to be perfectly fine. And I was like, oh, and it was like such a relief. And then right after that, he said, but your immune system's just never going to be the same. I was like, what? Like, and he's like, yeah, yeah. I mean, you're just like, you know, if you, and then he just like said whatever he said. I was like in shock at that, but he's just like, wow. But I haven't noticed, (laughs) I haven't noticed anything. I don't know. But I remember him saying like those exact words, which was, which was fun. Terrible bedside manner. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Okay. So another request for Cutter as a guest is from Grove of Cherries. Um, Here's a, yeah, please send it on over. Send it upstairs. Uh, this one's from Deleted. Did you guys grow up with religion? If so, do you still practice, believe in it, or are you secular, cultural, etc.? cetera? Uh, what are your thoughts on Israel, Palestine? I don't know if we have enough time for that last one, but did you guys grow up with religion? Yes, I grew up Jewish. I was bat mitzvahed. Um, oh, hell yeah, dude. But then I would say um, we live in a very spiritual household. Um, we say prayers, not necessarily to God, like my, but it's however they want. Like my, my, with Bo likes to say God, um, that's what he feels comfortable. Cause he says like, what should I believe? I said, whatever your heart feels like is right to believe. Um, but for me, it's, I feel like it's more of like a, an entity, a universe, but we have a belief system within our house and like a faith in our house and a way of life within our house that, I, that we're trying to teach our kids. But I wouldn't say it's necessarily Judaism or, or Cutter grew up Christian. Like it's not a specific religion. What, what are the things in this faith, in this belief, are there core tenets that you want to make sure that they take away? Um, I think it's, you know, a lot of it is like, 
if you if you're looking at the negative, then that's what you're going to experience. And if you're looking at the positive, then that's what you're going to experience. And look, life's going to bring you ups and downs and lots of different things. And we can t- and we're allowed to feel what we need to feel through them. But in certain certain scenarios and in everyday life, if like if if this is how you're going to look at it, then that's what your life is going to be. Like that's what I'm trying to teach Bo the most of right now. And um. And I, and like in creating a life you want, I just think to me, it's like, I've tried to explain to him that like when you wish and the feeling you get of like, oh, I really want this. And it makes you so happy, like is just as real as if you had it. So I'm trying to explain to him like that feeling is just as good as if it happens or not. So whether it happens or not, something like that will happen or something different will happen. But like, allowing yourself to feel those feelings is really important because it'll be familiar when it comes. Am I making sense? Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah. I, I was talking to somebody the other day who was describing like the career path they uh, wanted to be on and wanted to take and this, and they were talking about like the end goal, whether it was like 15 years from now and they're like, God, like I'm going to be the best and this, I'm going to be the best. And I was like, well, that's not going to be the best time. Like you're going to look back at to now when you have this like burning passion for this thing you want to do. And you're going to be like, God, man, when I was fucking 24 and I just wanted to do this fucking thing every day and I didn't care what the end result was. Like it was just, I loved waking up and and doing it. And yeah, like that, I think that's the time when you look back and you go, holy shit, like that's, that's what's up. And you know, there's like that famous thing of like, uh, when people, you know, it takes them three months to like plan out and like get to the top of a mountain or whatever. Like when they get to the top, they only stay there for 10 minutes, you know, they look around or whatever. And like, it's all about the, the journey or whatever, but it is. The climb. Yeah. Amy, tell them it's all, uh, it's all about that shit. It's Miley. Yep. What about you, Cass? Um, I grew up in the, I spent my first four years in the middle East um, my parents were practicing Muslims. I had to pray. I had five times a day. I had to do the Hajj, which is pilgrimage to Mecca, which I do remember as a four-year-old kid. Um, not all of it, but I remember just walking all day and fucking hating every second of it. How often did you have to do that? You just do it once. I think you said five times a day. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you pray. You pray five times a day. I you know do, the way you, you said it sounded like you did the Mecca, the pilgrimage. I do five Mecca times five a times a day. <laughs> Here's the thing with with Mecca: when you go there, child abuse. There's this black cube right? that everyone walks around, and in this black cube, there is a meteorite in it that everyone tries to get close to to touch because they believe it's like uh, a meteorite that like. Is there a sword in it? No, that's a complete. That's sci-fi. <laughs> it's mm. a sci-fi idea you have sorry and uh people get there's so many people that people get trampled and people die all because they're just trying to get they're they're brought to this place because of an idea of a book that told them they had to come here because it's a holy land and it's i understand and i like the idea of people being uh driven to a point where they are they believe in something but i i have feelings about it like leading to like someone's death because they just felt like they had to like get close 
to an object or oh t- close gosh. to a physical thing. And it seems kind of silly to me. I like the idea of religion giving families fundamental pillars of like things to live by and, you know, don't steal, don't fuck your neighbor's wife, uh, you know, all that stuff. But, but ultimately that's where I kind of part from it. I do feel like there is a, a, a power out there that we don't understand. I don't know what it is. I don't feel like I need to know what it is, but, um, yeah. So when we moved to the United States, all the praying stopped. I don't think my parents really felt like they had to do it anymore because it was more of a societal pressure. Mm. You know, if your friends and family see you not praying and you're in the Middle East and it's like they start talking, they go, oh, look at these guys, like kind of the way we look at people who get COVID. Yeah. How did you divvy up the prayers during the day? Like first thing in the morning? Like, what was it? There's there's like literally at least when I went back to Jordan in 2014, there are just like megaphones throughout the city and you just, you hear them. You and hear you just them. Stop what you're doing and pray. Everyone stops. Like no and, matter where you are. Like if you're at the checkout uh-huh. line at the grocery store, you stop. You've never what? seen people do that in New York city, Amy. Like, you know, yeah, oh, you yeah. know what time it's going to happen. So a lot of people build their day around it and everyone has to stop. So it's not like weird when you do it there, but it's funny. One of the security guys at uh, work, works in the little booth, uh, the parking lot. And somebody was like, Hey, I'm trying to get in. Um, can you see if like the guy's on break or whatever? And I'm like looking everywhere for the parking lot attendant because it, I, you know, he needs to pull up the yeah. little gate thing for somebody to come in. I'm like, Oh shit. I don't know where he is. I go up to the little booth. I look in, I don't see anyone. And then I open the door and then there's the guy on his knees on his prayer mat. I'm like, Oh shit. Uh, somebody's trying to get in, but they can't like you can't talk to them because they will. Do, How long is the praying last? Even if you're, if you, you know the deal, you can't hit him with like a assalamu alaikum. No, I can't. I, he, he's he does, on duty. It doesn't matter. Yeah, I know. Oh, but yeah. The, I just he's thought he's a religion, security guard. Religion yeah. over. Uh, I mean, if you're going to rob someone, try and find like a, a Muslim yeah. doorman because you've got Clearly. five opportunities during the day to get in. Get those so when, times down, bro. When you when you started working for uh, Best Buy, did Black Friday ever remind you of like like the trampoline? <laughs> did it remind you of the black asteroid like from the, the meteorite? Right. A little bit, yeah, yeah. A little bit. Everyone. That's why you in gravitated towards DVDs. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah. That's that's a great point. That's a wonderful point. Black Friday is a pilgrimage. You know, what do you think about those? What do you think about those hundred thousand dollar rolling rollable TVs? Have you seen those? Uh, That's one of the things I was excited to see at CES. Um, I think. Look, TV technology is only going to get a hundred thousand dollar television. Yeah, but look, when I worked at Best Buy, we sold a a forty thousand dollar Samsung TV. Right now, you could buy that TV for probably thirty five hundred dollars. Like this was. TV technology just gets cheaper and cheaper because it's it's all about the rollable stuff is different. It's new and, and that's going to stay expensive for a while. But it used to be all about size and used to be about you know, pixel density and resolution and refresh rate. How black are the blacks and all this stuff? It eventually all comes down. But um, I think what will end up happening is that we're all going to go to an uh, augmented reality thing where you can just put on a pair of glasses like this and... And then it's either VR, AR, and then you'll be able to like look at your room as it is, have a blank wall in your room, and then just watch whatever you want 
through your AR or VR goggles. I don't like that. And you won't even need a TV. You don't like that. Mm-mm. What is it we'll about see. that? I don't want to yeah. put on the glasses. You just don't want physically anything on your face. Okay. Mm-hmm. I'm sure there'll be TVs for people like you. <laughs> That I was never somebody who bought into that stuff, like wanted a new TV or a new phone or like, oh, it came out. That the only time I ever wanted something new was when they were like, okay, we got TVs and they don't have the thing on the back anymore. Like the, they, they're flat. That was when I was like, okay, like phones, there was never a point like from Nokia to this phone I have now. Like, I just don't care. Like, yeah, yeah great. But I don't, I never felt like I needed any of it, but for some reason, when they were like, "Hey, that box is off the TV," I was like, "Oh yeah." I will say though, we got a, we just got a frame TV, and it's it's dope. Like a picture frame TV. Yeah. What do you mean a frame the TV? Samsung. Yeah, the one that has the art on it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 yeah. What do you I like don't... about it? I don't know. The I mean, it looks like it's just a piece of art hanging on your wall until it's a television and. I don't know. I think it's just a nice tell. It I don't know. It just has like a good energy about it. I don't know. I like it. Yeah, they are cool. They're they're meant for people. You know, whenever I was selling TVs, you had the husband and wife would come in, and the the husband's like, "I want to put the TV over the fireplace," and the wife yes. was like, "But it's gonna look like shit." And he's like, "But you know, that's where that's the TV exactly should go up there." And then and then the woman's like, "Well." I mean, I think it would be nice to just have like art on the wall right there, and we could put a TV somewhere else. And then there was always this struggle and for a while before they started making these tvs you could buy frames to put around your tvs and you could download art um but these samsung make these picture frame tvs that kind of come preloaded and you can buy i think you can buy uh like art it comes um, with a handful it stays on yeah it stays on and it looks pretty good like if you sometimes it looks a little too bright if it's dark in the room yes but during the day it looks really great Yeah, yeah 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 Yeah. What, do you have a picture of the fam up there? No, uh, he, 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 there's a picture that it came with of like men, a black and white picture of like all these men on horses, like in riding <laughs> okay. horses. What's yeah. cutter? You guys watching Texas, Yellowstone baby. right now or yeah, we are, we just started yeah. Yellowstone. Yeah. I got, I'm watching uh, a show called station 11. I recommend it on HBO max. There's three episodes out. Um, Succession was so good. I'm only halfway through, but I just watched season two of uh, Mary, uh, 90 Day Fiance, The Single Life. Oh, get your life together and watch that shit. It is. I mean, what, what's up with Big Ed, our number one view? What's he? Where's just he at? Real quick. Big Ed goes on a date. And while he's like trying to speak Spanish to this woman who doesn't really speak English, he's like, uh, me llamo. This. And all of a sudden, like somebody comes and they're like, cut it. And you hear like, pop, pop, pop. And like, he's in like a shootout. Like like a <laughs> like a like a drug cartel or no I think it was like that's crazy because he looks like a bullet <laughs> some like some uh, authority were like firing at some other I don't even know but they were like they were like trembling in the back and like hiding in the bathroom and then like twenty minutes later he's using it he's like man like if this is what it took to bring me and her together like then that's that's what like I asked her to come back to my hotel oh and she said God. yes so like maybe this was the thing that we needed like this dude is just. I, I can't tell you Too if we much. lost our our biggest fan, Big Ed, it would be it would be a tragedy. We'd have to dedicate a whole pod to him. But would they have shown it? Would they have, or no? You just get a press release, right? Like, oh, Big Ed is no more. You know what? Fuck him, dude. He said he was going to come on our pod. He big timed us. He did, huh? Big Ed time. 
Fuck Big him. Ed time does, dude. Fuck Big Ed. <laughs> yeah, yeah I, I agree. Fuck Big Ed. This is pajama pants telling you, hey, Big Ed. Fuck, fuck, fuck Big Ed. Fuck you. <laughs> but if you if tomorrow you said, I'll come on the pod, we will gladly take, we will glad you take you on the spot. Yeah. I'll begrudgingly, begrudgingly. You I'll hurt take. Robert. You hurt Robert by not coming on this pod. And I hope you know that. Not a lot. He doesn't let a lot of people in, Big Ed. Mm-mm. And he let you in <laughs> and you, you took advantage of our boy. Mm-hmm. Um, guys, I think that's a pod. That's uh you know, I think we had a nice little ending to our pod there. It started off kind of a, as a big stinker, but I'm, uh, I think people are going to see a nice contrast between the beginning and the end of this pod today. Yeah, Gabby, keep uh, maybe edit out a little bit of the autism and keep in the, the Muslim. I think the Muslim stuff was really good. Muslim, Muslim, all the Muslim stuff is, is really great. Um, and here's the deal. You guys uh, on Reddit, thank you so much. We'll still take questions. If you guys want to go to r slash pajama pants podcast, go, go on the mega thread AMA, leave us a question there. Great community of folks there. You can also follow us on Instagram. And if you're watching this on YouTube, if you want, click subscribe and then uh, click the little notification bell to know when our videos go live. We just had uh, Potter on a week before this. Um, We have, uh, we just had Christmas. We got a new year's coming up and I was on uh, Sarah Weinshank's podcast. Check that out. That's gonna. That's a good one. That's on her channel, uh, Shank. And um, yeah, Rob's off the grid. Me and Jamie are on Instagram. Anything else, guys? No, 2022. You guys just wait and see. We, we've got a big 2022 coming. Oh, my Happy holidays. God. Yeah, you're going to yeah. remember. You'll remember this moment right now when I said it. You'll be like, oh, that's what Rob was talking about. Big 2022. Yeah, have yeah. a good New Year's, guys. This is the last pod of, of 2021, and uh, we we hope to see you rejuvenated and a new pro- – we're going to set uh, resolutions. We're going to oh, – it's going to be such a good year. I'm going to exercise again. Yeah, guys, we uh, – I want to learn how to fold a fitted sheet. That's Ooh, my resolution. I don't think there is a way, is there? Yeah, yeah. I've watched a YouTube video on it. I still couldn't do it. Me neither. That's how hard it is. I'm going to do it. Well, thank you guys for sticking by us for another year. Yeah. We were over two years in and you guys uh, somehow are still here and we appreciate you guys still watching, even though we're in different parts of the world. (laughs) So it's been good.